Tax filing season is heating up. This week, we'll highlight some ways that taxes could potentially take a bite out of your retirement savings. We'll offer some tips to help retirees navigate through tax season. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. We are back into the conversation and welcome. It is your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. And uh, Christina, of course, is all about getting you on track with your retirement. When you meet with her, not only are you armed with great information about strategies that can be implemented on your behalf, but you get a copy of her book, The Retirement Train. And I do want to say, Christina, um, I, I was just telling you earlier, I liked your uh, Facebook page for uh, powerful legacy insurance and financial services. And I get to see a lot of uh, great clips from your TV show as well on there. Thank you so much. We have really made a great effort to increase our presence on social media. For those of you that know me on a personal basis, <laughs> I am not technologically friendly. I, it's not really my thing. I mean, my first car had an eight track player in it. So <clears> I'm just not really interested in it. And on Facebook, a lot of times people will message me on Facebook and I don't get it for several days. I don't get on there all the time. Yeah. So having graphic designers that put some things together and say the things that I want them to say to help get information out to people, it's a real blessing. I love it. So don't take offense if I'm not on there, you know, and I don't comment about some type of a cute dog video or something, but <laughs> I'm just not really a fan of social media. I don't get on the tweeters or anything either, like really. that. It's just not yeah. my thing. Don't like yeah, it. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'll check it out sometimes, but I really don't post a lot. It's got to be something really good for me to post. Well, 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 Christina, we're getting closer every day to tax time and uh, we're actually in it. <clears throat> tax season. So we're going to look at taxes now uh, in retirement. Let's start with withdrawals You know, from those uh, retirement uh, accounts. How are they taxed? So first off, withdrawals are taxed as ordinary income. This is a really big deal when we're talking about your qualified plan. So when you take money out of a pre-tax retirement plan like IRAs, most 401ks, 457s, 403bs, whatever you take that out as, it's taxed as ordinary income. But that's not the worst part. Let's talk about this. Even if all the profits that you generate in the account are so-called long-term gains, you still have to pay taxes on that at an ordinary income tax rate. So with investments that you hold outside of a retirement account, you'll benefit from a lower long-term capital gain tax rate on the investment as long as you hold it for more than one year. In fact, depending on your income, you may not owe any capital gains tax on the long-term profits. So that's a, that's a really, really big tax what if and how and I think that sitting down with a professional talking about that is going to be important. And while we're on this subject, mm -hmm. I want, I'm going to mention this several times in this segment, Dave. Okay. If you do not have a CPA that is on your team, you are missing a huge piece of your retirement puzzle. Our CPA, we love him so much. Oh, Wayne, if you're out there listening, you're probably listening right now. I don't have to say if. I know you listen on a regular <laughs> basis. Wayne, you are one of our most valuable powerful partners and we love you so much and thank you for taking care of all of these amazing tax questions that we always have yeah i mean it's a lot of important strategies like that delicate balancing of making sure that you don't enter a, a higher tax bracket yes distributions can put you in a higher tax bracket when you take these distributions out not only do they add to your tax bill but they could push you into a higher rate so since your withdrawals are included as ordinary income it could push you over that limit or into the next bracket so further increasing this amount that you owe on your distributions this is a taxable problem when you're when you don't have someone that's watching those rates and what's going on what if you were just within a couple hundred dollars of that next bracket maybe it's best to wait on that distribution until after the first of the next year Talk about those things with your professional. And if you don't have a tax advisor or even a tax attorney that's helping you with this, you've got to get a professional on your team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, of course, getting with uh, Christina and her team, too, talking about the right strategies for you, that's easy to do. A call or text to 800-832-1100. If you text, just text POWERFUL, 800-832-1100. So, um. What about Social Security? <laughs> I, it, it's just a shock to many, and I understand why, that it can be subject to taxation. How, how is it? 
So if you do earn less than 25000 as a single filer, you won't have to pay any taxes on Social Security payouts. But if you withdraw enough money from your retirement savings to push you into a provisional income above that level, you may owe taxes on up to 50% of your Social Security benefits. If you earn more than 34000 then you'll face up to 85% of your Social Security being taxable. So for joint filers, that threshold's a little different. It starts at 32000 with that 85% being for incomes up to 44000 after 44000 So what does that really mean for you? I'm going to pull out my calculator here for just a second because it's not as terrible as what you think, but you should be very cautious. Let's say that you are earning $2,500 in Social Security gross benefit. And let's say that you are over that $44,000 threshold on a a married couple filing jointly, this is very easily done when you're both pulling from your qualified accounts. So let's take 85% of that $2,500 benefit. So $2,125 of that benefit is taxable. And for your benefit, let's say that you're in that 22% bracket or even 24%. Well, let's just round it to that 22 that's going to make you pay $467 and some change in taxes. Mm. Almost $500 coming off your benefit. That drops you down to about $2,000. Man. Talk to your professional about this. That's a really, really big hit. It really is. It really is. Which means you'll have to pull even more out to be able to make up for that if Mm -hmm. you have a certain income level that you have to reach to make ends meet. We don't want you to just make ends meet. We want you to feel happy and secure. Mm -hmm. And while we're on that subject, you know, as you're taking money out to travel during those go-go years, make sure you're not going into another income tax bracket. Let's not make that mistake and pay too much in taxes. Oh, absolutely. And uh, they definitely don't go away in retirement. What, What if you have a pension? Is that taxable? Most of the time they are, yes. So if you're employer offers pension, you're responsible for making the contributions and investments on behalf of the employees, yet you don't get your own tax break if the pension is going in on your behalf. You'll still be responsible for that income as money as you receive it. So most of these pensions here, let's say it's a state pension, government pension, um, let's say that it's maybe a pension, you work at a, a big factory or something and you have that pension, and the employer has been putting the money in, that is taxable income for you they get the tax benefit of the pension, not you. Um, now, there's that age, and it's a new age now from Secure Act 2.0, the age of 73. That's when those RMDs begin. Yes, required minimum distribution, RMDs. They do force you to sell out in investments because you've got to take those distributions. And for decades, the age has been 70 and a half. It did go up to 72 with the Secure Act 2020. Now this last Congressional Act, Secure Act 2.0, has pushed it to 73. Nevertheless, when you take that annual required minimum distribution, not only will you face additional tax bill, but you do have to liquidate part of your account a lot of times to be able to get this money out. So even if you don't want to, or even if it's a bad timing as a seller. So when the market's down, you still have required minimum distributions, and they're based on your account value of December 31st the year before. Yeah. Um, it's, and then and as we as you mentioned, I think it was last week we did the review of Secure Act 2.0. At some point, I think it's 2033, uh, that RMD age goes up to 75. So wh- what yeah. what are steps that we can take then to counteract taxes? So when we're talking about your taxes, you always want to, number one, make sure, again, you're meeting with a professional. But I want to take this opportunity to make sure that you face the real effect that taxes could potentially have on your retirement savings. And let's talk about this for just a moment. So you'll be better off when you face retirement with your eyes wide open rather than just, I I think I always think about a crane sticking your head in the sand. (laughs) You don't see anything. But you can use Roth IRA accounts wherever possible. So while you don't get a tax deduction on your contributions, you'll be able to make tax-free distributions. That doesn't count towards your Social Security. Take out as little of your retirement accounts as you can to minimize that tax bill. Factor in other income when deciding how how much money to withdraw from your retirement accounts. Ask your employer to contribute to a Roth account on your behalf rather than pre-tax pension or 401k accounts. That's a really big deal. And then maximize that taxable income 
in retirement to minimize the consequences with regular accounts that you may have. For example, since you'll be paying ordinary tax on the withdrawals, put high income investments in your retirement accounts and save long-term capital gains for your regular investment accounts. Yeah, this is a really big deal. And all these little tidbits here, um, you do have some Roth rules and I want you to see a professional about that. We love Roth. We talk about it all the time Mm -hmm. on here, don't we, Dave? Yeah. And when I think about what are some of the resolutions or habits or any of the changes that people wanted to make in the new year, I had several clients that came to me and said, I want to talk more about Roth this year. This is important because I want to hedge against taxation in the future. And you do have a few options. Option number one, you can do nothing. Pay the unknown rates later. That's it. And you, you you deal with it. Number two, you can do some conversions and pay the taxes at today's rate. Start pulling that out. You know what the tax rate is today. And then number three, we can do some Roth contribution, Roth conversion, mm-hmm. or tax code 7702. Those are all tax-free retirement strategies, tax harvesting, tax favorable, however you want to look at that. And what is best for you? Well, it's individual. There's no one specific blanket piece of advice that we can give on taxes that's going to be best for everyone. And as we're going into this tax season, eyes wide open, let's meet, let's talk about this, make sure taxation is all taken care of. And for those of you that just retired in 2022, if taxes are not part of your retirement strategy, you're missing a big piece of the puzzle. Do you know what's happening with your money? Christina opens her schedule every week on this show to talk to you about these strategies, and it's a limited opportunity based on her schedule, but here's the first to schedule yours, to grab that opportunity, seize the moment, and and eyes wide open, uh, just meet with Christina at no cost, no obligation. That's right. It is no cost, and it's no obligation. Folks, when you give us a call, you're coming in to be told not sold. And that's a really big difference. I don't want you to ever feel like you're going into a firm to be sold something. You should be receiving information. If anything, a lot of folks come in, they receive the information and we let you go about your merry way. If you're in good shape, we don't have to give you anything further. That's a really big deal. Talk to a professional that's on the same wavelength. And 800-832-1100 to schedule. That's a call or text. If you prefer to text, some do. Text powerful, keyword powerful. And that's really all you have to text if you are in same number, 800-832-1100 to, to schedule your being told, not sold, because it is very informational, a comprehensive review with Christina, 800-832-1100. If you text, text keyword powerful, 800-832-1100. Well, when we come back, we're going to go over some key ages to consider in the retirement planning process. And uh, given that there have been more changes with the passage of Secure Act 2.0, there are a few amendments that you don't want to forget to include in your timeline. So milestone ages, that's what we'll cover next as it pertains to retirement on your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kepperling. We are back with your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kepperling. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Christina with offices in Lexington and Louisville of powerful legacy insurance and financial services. It's all about the on track retirement system. That's getting you on track to and through retirement. And she talks a lot about being on track through your life in her book, The Retirement Train. You get a copy of that when you meet with Christina. I love this, Christina. We're looking at uh, key ages in retirement planning. And if we start with the age of 50, some people might say, well, that's a little young for retirement, but it's all about the retirement planning process. What is significant about age 50? Why is this significant? Oh my gosh, you can add more to your accounts. This is the catch-up contribution age. So let's make sure that we're taking advantage of that one. Yeah, those catch-ups kick in then. And, and that's good timing because a lot of people are making more in their 50s and they become empty nesters in their 50s. What about at 59 and a half? What opens up to you then? So this is when you can start making withdrawals from your IRAs and 401ks and there is no 10% tax penalty. Now, there are some you know little ways to get around this. 
a 72T being one of those, but we want to make sure that we're not paying any penalty. So 59 and a half, you can pull money out of those qualified accounts, no 10% penalty. And I guess uh, there are some things you, I mean, uh, in other words, options open up for you to do some things with that without the penalty then at that point. That's right. That's good. Yeah. This one uh, kicks in in 2025. So it's a new retirement milestone age from Secure Act 2.0 starting in 2025. What what can you do then at uh, 60 through 63? So 60, 61, 62, 63. Why is this significant? So this increases the catch-up limits for greater than $10,000 or 50% or more than the regular 50 age 50 catch up amount in 2025. So it is indexed for inflation. I do want to stop right there for just a second. Inflation is a big deal. Everybody is talking about this. This is something that is affecting retirement like it never has before because inflation is higher historically than it's been in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And what are we really looking to do? I think that the SECURE Act 2020 and 2.0 really gave more opportunity for saving. And that's all that this really is. It gives more opportunity for catch up. And this effective date, the calendar years begin after December 31st, 2024. So meet with your professional about this. Talk about this. 60, 61, 62, 63. You're still working. You're still young. You're still healthy. People are living longer than ever. Why not take advantage of this catch up contribution time? You're probably making more money than ever during that period because you're very valuable with all of your years of experience. Right. Exactly. Uh, so that that's going to start in 2025. And you're right. Secure Act 2.0 especially opened up a lot of savings and Roth for that matter, which you talked about last segment, opportunities things that Christina will go uh, through with you. With Christina Payne Kepperling, uh, the author of the book, The Retirement Train, and her firm is Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. You can schedule with Christina with a call or a text to 800-832-1100. Uh, text Powerful if you text 800-832-1100. All right, 62 through 70. That's a good span, eight-year span there. Uh, what decisions do you have to make then? So most people know exactly what this is. This is when you talk about claiming your Social Security benefits. So if you start at 62, you're getting 25 to 30% less than you would at your FRA, your full retirement age. This depends on the year of your birth. So on the other hand, you'll see an 8% annual increase in your benefit every year after your full retirement age if you wait to collect those benefits up to age 70, which is maximum. 62 is minimum collection age, 70 is maximum except our widows and widowers out there. We already know that that benefit's a little different. Mm -hmm. Your FRA right now between 66 and six months and 67, just depending on the year of your birth. Yeah. Yeah. If you were born, I think it's uh, from 1960 on, it's currently 67. And um, that's right. Hopefully that won't go up anytime soon. You know, uh, it's going up. Uh, Dave, well, it talking will. About it. it will. I just hope I'm grandfathered in at 67. And because I think that if they if it does go up and I agree with you because of the challenges that it, the Social Security faces, that hopefully they would stagger it like they did, um, you know, where they had, you know, as you just said, 66 and six months, depending on when you were born. Hopefully it'll be staggered. Yes, and that's that's what it was. Remember, it used to be 65 right. school retirement age for everybody. And then as they started to adjust those mortality tables, of course, they moved it up 66 and X amount of months all the way up to 67. So I think they'll do something very similar. Yeah, th- hopefully. That. Hopefully so. Going to be yeah. interesting to see what they uh, adopt to help shore up uh, the solvency of Social Security. Well, I'll tell you, uh, 65 actually still is a significant age. And of course, no surprise here, it's medical. Medicare. So what happens if you don't claim then or or how does that work? So you should apply for Medicare or you may have to pay a penalty if you're not covered by other health insurance plans. Uh huh. So if you're covered, if you're still working and you're on your works plan, you don't have to apply yet for Medicare. That's right. If you still have other coverage, let's say you're on your spouse's plan or you're working and you have your own health plan, you do not have to apply for Medicare. But if you are not and you don't, then you could end up paying a pretty hefty penalty. Now, if you file for Social Security and you're 65 years old, you must take Medicare. You can't opt out of that. Right. And I have a lady that came in to visit our Louisville firm 
and she was telling me that she actually filed for social security, found out what was going to happen. And she tried to tell him, stop my Medicare. I don't want it. I have benefit at work. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to take it. So she was already over her FRA. She didn't have to worry about the excess earnings limit. She was filing for social security. She said, you know, it's basically free money. Let me just travel on it. Have a good time. But they make you file oh, for Medicare. They make you then. That's yeah. that's the case. You must file for Medicare if you are over sixty five and you are collecting Social Security. Period. Okay. There's no exception. No, no exception. So in and then your premiums that you would pay that comes out of your Social Security benefits. Is that how that works? That's right. It does. And then you mentioned that penalty that applies and that is for life. <laughs> that's a lifetime <laughs> penalty. Whoa. It is. Now, yeah. if you're not collecting Social Security and you are on Medicare, which can happen, you can't collect Social Security and not Medicare, but you can collect Medicare and, and not, not Social Security. I got gotcha. you. Uh-huh. Or be on Medicare you and not Social Security. You got to pay that out of your pocket. Right? Well, you do you have are to pay anyway. it out of pocket. <laughs> Either <laughs> way you look at it, you're paying for it. Um, 70, I you think meant- I'm, I'm not really a fan, Dave. I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now, uh-huh. I think I'm kind of a jerk because I feel like if you're over 65, you shouldn't have to pay for health care and you shouldn't pay any taxes. You've been paying your whole life. I'm all for that. There should be enough working people that you shouldn't have to deal with that. And I'm just, you know, that's obviously why I'm not a politician because I just wouldn't make it. Well, no, I think you get cheers and cheers from, and, 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 you know, older people vote. And uh, who wouldn't cheer you on that one? (laughs) Over 65. We all know that it's not. It's not about the people, uh, it's about the politicians. So yeah, we all know that wouldn't right. fly. <laughs> now, age 70, this is tied in again to Social Security. You really have to take it then. It's no point in waiting. And not everyone can wait till then, but those who do, do get more. That's right, Dave. And this is a this is a really big question. I mean, we cannot shake a crystal ball and take a look into the future and see how long you're going to live. So a really, really good question to look into is, what is that break even between collecting early, collecting at FRA and collecting at 70? How long do you have to live to break even for the benefit that you did not collect Mm -hmm. or that you did? And what does that look like? We do have a software called Advisor Control that we use here in our firms in Lexington and Louisville to make sure and run you a complimentary social security report when you come in. Whether you're coming in from TV, radio, a seminar, if we have offered you a complimentary appointment and we do open our lines and offer those out through the week, What can we do to give you that information? Your social security collection age is a huge piece of that puzzle. It's normally 36 to 40% of the average retiree's income. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Well, a couple of minutes here. Our final age to look at, uh, milestone age in retirement is the age of 73. That's another new one. It's become important. So as of January 1, a new law requires that you start making withdrawals or required minimum distribution from IRAs and 401ks by April 1st after the year you reach age 73. The age for taking RMDs will increase to 75 by 2033. So in the next 10 years, that's where it will be at. If you turn 73... This year, 2023, you must take your required minimum distribution by April 1st of 2024. Mm -hmm. If you turned 72 in 2022, you must take your first RMD by April 1st of 2023. Okay. Please give us a call if you can't Please. remember that or <laughs> let us know. Let's let's make sure we've got that right in front of you. We want to make sure you don't miss that because the penalty is pretty hefty. It did go down. It was 50%. It went down with Secure Act to 25. That's right. But who wants to pay any penalty? No, no penalty. Not me. No. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing the RMD age keeps going up. It was just, uh, what, December 2019. It was still 70 and a half. Then it went to 72, 73 now. 75 eventually so it's just going up 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 but we you know we are living longer um ages that are important you know we all have those milestone ages in life certainly 16 get the driver's license 21 uh, ages like that but these are very important ages in retirement planning it's that journey it's that journey and it's important to be on track and the the best way to, to start getting on track is to learn about the strategies that would best apply to you. Christina opens her schedule to make available at no cost, no obligation, a very comprehensive review. Here's another opportunity to call in and schedule yours. That's right, folks. And when you do give us a call, 
our staff is waiting to get you set up. And what you're going to come in for is just a quick review for those of you that already have something in force, just a second opinion. For those of you that haven't started yet, we're going to give you some valuable information that's going to make sure you're on track to retire how and when you want to. And I can't wait to hear your financial story. That is so exciting. Your life story, what you've been doing, how are things going? What do you want to do in your retirement? And that's just so much fun to talk about. Dave, I do want to take age and accountability for just a second and talk about some ages that you can't put your thumb on. How about that? I got a little bit of a fun time for us. Okay. You All right. Eight, so eight. what is an age that you become accountable for decisions? What is mm-hmm. that age? I mean, I'd say 18, just off the cuff here. Well, I think it depends on what kind of a decision that it is, right? Mm-hmm. What if you're deciding, you know, is something dangerous or not? Is it hot or cold? Oh, you know, what does that look like? You learn I think quickly. that's going to be really young. <laughs> yes. And then what about, you know, if you can go out there and practice a target or something with a with a bow and arrow or a gun? Right. What is that age of accountability? Yeah. And then, of course, you know, what is the age of accountability to have your own place or to consume alcoholic beverages or to, mm. you know, take care of a family what are those ages they're different for everybody well they are so here comes the here comes the good part is fun what is the age that you should expect you're not having fun anymore someone asked me that question the other day what what is that age of accountability and what is the age of fun ever that's right i just i don't think that that should ever be something that you're missing fun or accountability no i think it's there no matter what right hope so I hope so. <laughs> and, you know, and that's a good point, too, because if, if, if you are planned properly, retirement could be your most fun years. Uh, that's important to get the plan. So, again, to schedule with Christina, 800-832-1100, 800-832-1100. Well, coming up, uh, we're going to look at some just good common sense uh, strategies and, and tips from Christina. Also, we'll get the take on our uh, current financial situation from a couple of experts in the next segment. Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, years now in Central Kentucky, uh, help, helping guide people uh, to retirement. And, and her firm handles insurance services, estate and legacy strategies, safe money strategies, overall retirement strategies. And she talks about it here, of course, but also on TV, ABC 36, twice Saturdays, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. We're going to get into some some really good sound tips in in the arena of retirement planning from Christina. But before we do that, let's get the take from some, if you will, experts here uh, in the financial universe. And uh, they include Peter Schiff and Kevin Coey. Let's start with Peter Schiff, economist, getting his take on the expectations for the future when it comes to the economy today. Well, I think people are underestimating just how bad the news is going to get. First of all, a lot of people think that inflation is going to come down. It's not. I think the decline is what's transitory. I think we're going to be making new year-over-year highs in inflation before the end of the year. And the recession that everybody denies exists is actually going to get worse. So we're going to have a weaker economy and stronger inflation. And the markets are not expecting that, and neither is the Fed. Now, in contrast to that, one United Bank CEO, Kevin Coey, joined Squawk on the Street to discuss weathering the storm from Fed rate hikes and relief prospects for housing markets. I believe the key is to be calm right now and to realize that that although we have some challenges, we have a bright future ahead of us and to just not panic, study your positions carefully and stick with what you believe in. It's also a time of opportunity. I mean, prices are down, and when prices are down, this is the time to buy. So I think this is the time to take advantage of opportunity. I mean, definitely a little bleak from Peter Schiff. Maybe you could call it cautious pessimism. Uh, uh, But what about from Kevin Coey? What opportunities are you seeing, Christina, now? Well, I do agree. Um, When prices are down, that is a good time to buy, but a lot of people don't have the money to buy. Well, true. Well, we spend it on eggs. That's the problem. Yeah. We spend it on <laughs> eggs. That's been the conversation for yeah. quite some time. Right. And 
you know, I think of it like an actual balloon. Think of what it's like when you blow up a balloon, right? You blow it as big as you can get it and Mm -hmm. it's wonderful. Sometimes it'll pop and it's in pieces. But when you deflate that balloon, so think of the balloon like inflation, when you deflate it, the damage is still there, right? It's all stretched out. Mm -hmm. It's not the same, right? And I was talking with a couple of clients. We had a client appreciation event and it was absolutely wonderful. Thank you to all of our amazing clients. And they were talking about inflation and how it's just not the same and how they feel like they're forever scarred going forward, that things are just not going to feel as easy, as simple, as comfortable. And a lot of folks that remember the oil crisis back in the 70s mm-hmm. and then the dot-com bust that happened early 2000s, 2000, 2001, 2002, you understand that feeling. Really high inflation, really high rates. It's just this big, perfect storm. The market is extremely volatile and things are just really uneasy. It's just a sense of uneasy. To couple it all out, we have a war going on in our world. That's a big deal right now. And we are just pulling out of pandemic or are we really? What, what What's really going on there? There are so many things going on right now that have never happened in history. It's no wonder we feel anxious or we feel concerned, maybe even a little bit more depressed than we ever have before. So how can you hedge against that? I really, really loved what uh, they had to say about just staying calm. Uh, I do feel like staying calm, standing still, just making good decisions on a regular basis is going to be what's best for you and your family. So if you need some help making those decisions, just please don't delay. Stop and give us a call. I do have some clients that actually referred their kids. They're making really crappy decisions concerning their spending habits. And I spent almost an hour on the phone with their kids. They're in their mid and late 30s. And they just can't stop spending because we were in spend mode for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And I had several conversations with them about how to hedge against that, how to address the emotional aspect of spending instead of just the financial aspect and get them on track. And it's working. It's working like a charm. It's going great. That's good. Definitely. Well, you know, if we look at tips that are, I mean, many of you say they're common sense tips, but it's not like we all do them. For instance, guilty. Uh, and if I could invent that time machine, I'd go back and start saving early. Whatever I can. You know, having a good relationship with money when you're young, you shared with us a couple of times, Dave, about how your daughter is a really good saver. Much she squirrels that I money was. away. She's, she's great at it. She really is. <laughs> I'm so proud of her. And that is a really big deal. We do talk about that in the first book, uh, the first chapter, I'm sorry, of the book, The Retirement Train, which we'll get a copy of. Having a good, healthy relationship with money. I mean, you might think that it's common sense, but it's not really that common that the earlier you start saving, the less you'll need to save as retirement nears you. And mm-hmm. That's a really big deal. A hundred dollars a month can add up to over one point two million dollars in retirement if you start saving early, as in when you're eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. So eighteen to sixty-five, saving a hundred dollars a month. Wow! Think about wow. that. Think about it. And it's not that much. I just, you know, I, I, I don't even kick myself anymore for having not done it. I'll tell you one thing that I, I can do because I'm not at retirement yet is set goals and wrap a budget around those goals for retirement. Well, setting those goals can be a very, very simple thing. First off, what do you want to do? So what age, what amount, what is the exact goal as far as retirement? And then we need to create or build the strategy around that. So for a lot of people, it's going to be a financial number or an age number. And I hear unfortunately, a lot of mistakes within that. So I do have a lady that came in. She said, I was told by my current professional that I can retire at 60. I took a look at it and I don't see it. I mean, she's minimum 62, 63 years old. And when she went back to that professional and asked for clarification, she didn't receive it. That's Mm. very, very disturbing. So she had this age goal in mind but the financial goal wasn't going to meet up with what she needed. And what's worse is the financial goal didn't include 
inflation, or any type of health care built into that. That's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And so what does that look like for you? Retirement's not just a number in your bank account or retirement accounts, and it's not just an age. For some people, it's a have to. For some people, it's a want to. I mean, every everyone's situation is completely different. I've yet to meet anyone that has a similar situation. No, uh, no that's true. And that's you definitely take a custom approach. Um, what about, uh, well, this is a captain obvious here. Uh, if your company offers a match, do what you got to do to get it. It's free money. <laughs> captain obvious is a great way to put that one. Yes. Don't leave free money on the table. Right. If they're matching 3%, put at least 3% in there. If they're matching 10%, you better be putting 10. Mm-hmm. You're not going to miss it. Remember the secure act did increase those automatic 401k, uh, savings from 10 to 15%. So you can save up to 15% now out of your pay as long as you don't go over your annual limit, $27,500 over the age of 50. So a lot of extra opportunity to save is available right now. I'm sure this is a conversation you have with clients in in the holistic approach that you take. And we talk a lot about longevity risk as it applies to your money in retirement. But what about your health in retirement? Remember, you talked last segment about your, your life, your entire life should be fun and enjoyable. It should be fun and enjoyable. And I'm actually going to throw my in-laws in here. They are just the epitome of health. They are so proactive, wonderful, and they take the best care of themselves. They're 77 and 78 years old. And they both golf usually three to four days a week. My father-in-law still cuts the grass and takes care of all the landscape and I mean, I know they're in Florida, so in all fairness, they're in much better weather than we are in Kentucky, but (laughs) they really take good care of themselves. They eat healthy. They get plenty of rest. My father-in-law takes his nap every day, whether he wants to or not, Mm. because he knows he needs it to, uh, you know, just Mm re-energize himself and they take the best care of themselves. And fortunately we get to keep them here for a longer period of time. They're great human beings. I love them so much. And I know you love your family members and they want to keep you around. So let's do it. Let's be as healthy yeah. as possible. The more you move, the better you're going to be in your health. By the way, you remember, I think it was kindergarten. We, uh, it was a time of day we had to lay our blankets or towels down or whatever and take a little nap. That should be for us through life at work. We should have mandatory oh, nap time. Oh, we didn't want to take it then, but I love that power nap now. I think Isn't uh, it funny how all those childhood punishments, you know, like take a nap or go outside and play right? or, you know, eat all of your fruit and vegetables. You know, now that's something uh, that's fun for us. <laughs> right? What is that? Go to uh, bed? Uh, it's <laughs> yes. all things we now wish we could do or, or do earlier. Um Finally here, and this leads into another opportunity to schedule with a financial professional, and that is Christina and uh, a retirement professional at that. Here's that opportunity to schedule with Christina at no cost, no obligation. That's right. We do open the phone lines, and I do know for some of you out there, this is going to be a second opinion. For some of you out there, you haven't even gotten started. You don't even know what it's going to look like, and that's okay. Our staff is waiting to take your call. We'll get you scheduled to come in for your complimentary consultation. We will let you know what to bring with you that's going to be relevant for your personal strategy appointment. We're going to let you know, are you on track? Yes or no. That's what you're after. So we did open up 10 time slots this upcoming week. Very, very important that you get one of those before they're gone because we've run out the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And if you do need something from us, please pick up the phone now. You can drop the word powerful in a text or call 800-832-1100. We're waiting to take that appointment now. Schedule this comprehensive review with Christina Ping Kepperling. She's going to go over so much in, in, in regards to strategies and the best for your retirement. As she said, she takes a custom approach. And, and that's how do you build in those other, in addition to Social Security streams of income and retirement, proper protective measures, certainly forward-looking tax strategies, as we talked about earlier on the show, 800-832-1100 to schedule. You can text as well. Just text POWERFUL, same number. You'll also get a copy of her book, The Retirement Train, but you're going to leave there with a lot of information. As Christina says, you're coming in to be told, not sold. 
and being told is is just after Christina talks to you and learns more about your unique financial situation, unique to you, then talking about what could be the best strategies for you. If you decide to go forward with Christina, wonderful. But the, that's the no obligation part. You're not obligated. And limited opportunity on her schedule to go ahead and call in and enjoy it at no cost. 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100. Call or text powerful to that number. Coming up, we'll close the show out with Christina answering some listener questions. Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping-Kepperling. We will be back. Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping-Kepperling, the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, the author of the book, The Retirement Train. And uh, she will talk to you about how the on-track retirement system best works for you. And she'll work with you to make it work for you. Answer any questions, too, of course, when you come in. We've got a couple of listener questions here. Christina, one is from Wadi, and they're saying this. I'm 58. I am currently going through a divorce. Now, my husband handled all of our savings and investments, so I am obviously a little nervous about how to handle things myself, even though I will be getting a substantial sum of money from the divorce. How should I go about getting set up on my own, financially speaking? So first off, I'm sorry to hear about the divorce. That's always tough. We call those the gray divorce Mm -hmm. when you get divorced a little bit later on in life, you know, in those 50s, 60s, 70s. That's really, really tough. And if you're getting ready to receive a substantial sum of money from the divorce, that's probably coming via a quadro, qualified domestic relation order, and it's probably a qualified account, which means you'll still have taxes to pay on that. Go about getting set up on your own. Gosh, we've got a lot of different ways that we can start. You didn't mention here if you had your own bank account and whatnot, so we've got to talk about that, mm-hmm. uh, a, discov- a, a discovery of what is actually available. That's really important. And sitting down, having a strategy session, how much money do you need to take care of yourself? Going from a nice, fully financed household to splitting it into two households. And at 58, are you working? And do you have those means available to take care of yourself? Or do you have to depend on this money to take care of you? Do we have to bridge over to social security? What would the social be on your own or with spousal benefit? What is that going to look like? So a lot of different things to talk about. Financially speaking, we can take care of all of that. Emotionally, mentally, physically, I'm praying for you. I hope that you get through this divorce and let's make sure you're going to be all right. Yeah. And uh, certainly you can come in and talk uh, with Christina about this 800-832-1100, 800-832-1100. Next up, one from Lancaster. Uh, my ex-husband and I were married 25 years before we divorced. Uh, he passed away this year. He was 68 and I'm 68. Now, my question is, how is Social Security affected? Will I still be entitled to half of his Social Security even though he passed away? So, yes, um, you can still get half of that Social Security widow, widower benefit, spousal benefit. All of those benefits are very important that we talk about. And I can actually run that projection for you on our software and see exactly what that's going to look like. But making sure that you're maximizing the Social Security for yourself based on that spousal benefit is very important. So um, answering the question, yes, you'll still continue receiving that even though he's passed away. But what other benefits are available and how does that work? We need to sit down and talk about that for you. So one thing I was going to ask you about, Christina, I know uh, people hear you every week on this show and you open up your schedule to talk to them. And um, and I know that they think that is very nice of her, that she seems passionate about, um, you know, getting the winning strategies for me. But they also know that you're not a 501c3. And I'm just going to your book, The Retirement Train, and uh, in the the chapters are really stops in life. And this is the Oasis Around the Bend. And this segment uh, you titled Fees, Commissions, and Charges. Oh, my. Now, I know that when people come in to first meet with you, you can help identify fees for them, uh, possibly, that they are not aware of. Uh, just looking at compensation, um, 
and how how are you compensated? Uh, can you explain a little bit about the transparency in your process? So absolutely. First off, compensation of your professional should be something that is an easy conversation. Will I give you some exact numbers here on the radio show? No, because there is no blanket for everybody right. else. There, there are different strategies, have different compensations and how they're built in. But anytime you're speaking with a professional, ask them, where is the money? How do you get paid? What's going on? If they squirm in their seat, are they kind of, um, um, well, you know, uh, every, every account has fees, get up and walk away. That's silly. You should know exactly how much you're paying and where it's being paid out of, how it's being paid out of. There are a lot of hidden fees built into accounts. And sometimes people say there are hidden fees that are not there. Also, I had someone that came into my firm. We were talking about lifetime income. They really wanted something that would have lifetime income, like a personal pension. It was an annuity. Mm -hmm. Her current advisor told her, no, don't do that. There are a lot of hidden fees in annuities. No, there are not. That's not true. It depends on what kind of an annuity Maybe a it is variable. as to what the fees are. Yeah. A variable, yes. But on a fixed income annuity, no, there's not. They're right. as transparent as they come. That's a simple flat fee. Boom, you're done. Mm-hmm. And what is that amount? How is it calculated? It's right there on the main page. The main thing concerning an annuity is not really the fee. It's a surrender. Mm-hmm. Like a CD has a maturity charge. Mm-hmm. There's a surrender within an annuity. That's the main thing that you should be watching for, not necessarily just to fee itself to the professional, but the professional should tell you exactly how they're paid on that. And we are paid differently depending on the product, depending on the age, all those different things. So that should be completely transparent. That's a great thing to bring up right there, Dave. And I have no issue finding fees and seeing where they are. A lot of times I know where the fees are in other accounts and what you should be looking for. Do you know where your fees are? You know, you really cover a lot in your book. I mean, we're, we're, I, I go back to it most weeks here and just ask you to expand on it. Uh, any other books in the works for you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is a book in the works right now. I think it's probably going to be late 2023, early 2024 when it jumps okay. out. So getting worked on right now. I saved it all. Now what? Okay. Okay. So this is oh, not just perfect. a financial book. It's also very faith-driven. It's very emotional. There's Uh a lot of mentality behind it. You saved all of what? And talks about just good old-fashioned morals, ethics, how things should be functioning, what you should expect. So it's not just a financial book, even though it will be in the genre of the financial books. Um, It's not just that. As most of you, that's not your life either. Your life is not just financial. I want to hear about your real life, your hopes, your dreams, how you want things to be taken care of for the rest of your life. That's part of retirement strategies. You know, I save, um, and so a lot of people, my, for my sister, uh, beer or Coke or Pepsi can tabs, you know, you just break them off. I save, and I think it's, it might be Ronald McDonald House, but it's one of those type entities that she donates to. And uh, then they do whatever they do to make money out of it. But I, you know, recruit the help of friends and and people I work with and all to save with me on it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. when I go to visit her, you know, maybe it's been a month since I've been there and I hand her this big sandwich bag just bursting at the seams with tabs, mostly beer. I say, uh, hey, that's pretty good for a month. (laughs) And I'm sure she gets pretty concerned when she sees <laughs> how many tabs are in there. I'm like, oh, my so goodness. we used to do something similar when the kids were small. I, I, I bet your daughter had this in her school. Was the box uh, tops for education? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I used to save those like crazy <laughs> for the boys, and we did a box top campaign. Um, Back when my boys were in elementary school, so Tyler, my oldest one, he transitioned from kindergarten to first grade. They just built a brand new elementary school and tore down the old historic school. And the school didn't have a playground. Well, that year specifically, I was the president of the PTO, parent-teacher organization, Mm -hmm. and organized multiple fundraisers. The two largest ones were box tops, and we did a candle sales, which paid for most of the playground that's what that was for oh, okay. and then we were wow. able to get the energy company to donate a big auger to be able to dig the holes for the equipment volunteers out there we got a concrete company to donate some concrete uh-huh. just it was wonderful and we built that playground physically we wow. were out there building that playground with the equipment and paid for it with a fundraiser yeah what a <laughs> pride and joy 
you know, the little things add up if oh, they you have do. a huge group of people and take care of that. And that's where, you know, I think that when you put all these minds together, it makes me think, you know, things really add up when you put everybody together to have success. They and, really and do. Come together for a great cause. It does. They do. Uh, my sister had, you know, she's still doing that for a longest time. Somebody, one of her friends had a friend in Atlanta who was planning to make a mural out of bottle tops. And so then we were having to save all those. And finally, her daughter, my niece, said, please don't ask us to save anything else. <laughs> because it's like you can't throw anything away with it. Oh, first I got to take the bottle top. I got to take the beer can tab and all that. But, yeah, uh, but she's good about that. And uh, it's good if everybody did that or, or picked their little pet charity to save things for um they could really benefit all these nonprofit entities. Well, Christina, Absolutely. a great show as always. Um, here is uh, the final opportunity to schedule with you at no cost, no obligation. Yes, no cost and absolutely no obligation. As a matter of fact, I will not offer you business when you come in. It's kind of interesting. We've had several callers into the show. You set up an appointment and you come in. You've already made your decision that you're doing business with us, and that's okay, but I'm not going to change that due diligence in the process to make sure that we are what's best for you. So as you're giving us a call, stand by, please, if the phone lines are busy. Just give us a little bit of a chance because I know a lot of people do call in here at once. And we'll get you set up to come in. Let's have a conversation about you, your amazing life, and your wonderful retirement. 800-832-1100, 800-832-1100, or text POWERFUL uh, to that same number, 800-832-1100. And I'll also mention uh, Christina's website. It's yourpowerfullegacy.com. There's a lot of great information there, too. And uh, you, if you click the In the Media tab, you can listen to the podcast, and you can go back and scroll through the, the menu of past shows and uh, the topics discussed here. And also... Mentioned getting a glimpse of the TV show that you can do as well at yourpowerfullegacy.com. Speaking of that, be sure to catch Christina uh, Saturdays on ABC 36, uh, twice Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Again, the number is 800-832-1100 to schedule with Christina. Uh, you can text as well. Text powerful 800-832-1100. And we thank you so much for joining us. We are certainly back next week, same time with Christina Ping Kepperling and your powerful Legacy Radio. We'll see you then. Investment advisory services offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Christina Ping and her guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products. 